Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast where we're talking about the reasons why you have to stop being all or nothing with your weight loss. And this is so common that it's almost, there's almost no other approach that people use to lose weight. Now, why is this? I think a lot of this is probably from dieting. You know, where we get this idea like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on this diet. And then when we're done being on the diet, we go off the diet, we're on, we're off it, on the wagon, off the wagon. And it's this all or nothing mindset that is kind of unusual. Like if you think about it, you know, in terms of, you know, weight loss is this process where you really are improving and changing the way that you eat, the way that you live, the way that you think in order to change your weight. And if you think, you know, apply this to like other areas of your life where you improve on something over time. Like I like to use like learning a musical instrument, um, learning a skill, like you wanna learn to dance, uh, you wanna learn to speak another language. These types of things you don't think of as being all or nothing, right? You, you do them and some days you, you work on a little more than others, some days you miss and whatever, you know, you just keep moving forward. But with weight loss, it's always about being 100% on. And if we're not 100% on, we're basically 100% off. It is this very strange all or nothing thing. And it destroys most people's chances for ever getting the results they want. Because the truth is, if you look at it a different way, you know, with the diet mentality of all or nothing, it's this idea that one magical Monday is going to arrive and you all of a sudden are going to just be able to make the right food choices from that point forward. No mistakes made, you know? And when you look at it that way, it, it sounds kind of silly, right? This, it's never happened and it probably will never happen. You know, that you're just all of a sudden one day gonna wake up and start living and acting and eating like a completely different person just from that point forward. You know, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense because all your habits and your thinking and your routines and your eating behaviors are all hardwired in. They're programs that you've installed. And so this idea that you're magically just not gonna do those anymore, well, what are you going to do from that point forward? Completely different, forever, <laughs> right? So again, okay, enough of that. But it, but it seems, I hope it seems silly. And so what happens is it's this diet mindset where we're gonna do this extreme thing. And so if we're gonna do this extreme thing, we better do it perfectly or what's the point? Because if we don't do it perfectly, we're not gonna get fast results. If we don't do it perfectly, we're gonna fall completely off track because we have to stay 100% focused and perfect if we're gonna be able to maintain this. And so, <laughs> most likely it has not worked well for you and probably never will. And so my goal here is to show you that there's a better way, uh, an alternate way, which makes a lot more sense and it's something that you use all the time in other areas of your life. And it is to be all or something with your weight. And what this means is, yeah, you know, sometimes life's working really well, like everything's kind of flowing and we can eat perfect. We can prep our food, get it all set, we're relaxing, everything, we're getting sleep, we're doing all the right things and we're just really hitting it great. And we can do that for a couple days, weeks, maybe months, <laughs> but we're not gonna do it for years at a time perfectly. Like that's not even an option. And so what we really wanna optimize towards is the something, the times when we're not all, the times when we're not perfect, that's where you want to focus because I believe that's the thing that's controlling your weight more than anything else. And if you start to focus on being something, somewhat in the game, right? Somewhat paying attention to your eating, to your exercising, to your water, to your sleep, to all your lifestyle habits. When you start focusing on that, now you open the door to improving, to practicing being a thin person, to practice being healthy and living you know, healthier and making better, healthier food choices. 
um, because that's really what it is. It's a practice, just like learning the piano. You know, this idea that you're going to learn the piano by what? You're going to hear a song, figure out what the notes are, and then you get one chance to play it perfect, right? That sounds silly in that context. But is that not what you're expecting to do with your weight loss? You're expecting to just start perfect, and that's it. That's the perfection right to my goal weight. And so that's not going to happen. So instead, what we want to do is we want to build on mistakes. We want, you want to give yourself the opportunity to keep improving, to grow, to evolve day after day into the person you want to be instead of thinking that one day you're just going to magically wake up as that person. You need to somewhere see a process of turning into that person, you know, and the diets kind of just take that part out. They just create this bullshit idea that you're just going to wake up magically on a day and just start following a completely different plan and live as a totally different person from that moment forward. And that's what other areas of your life has that ever happened with? Right. Of course, it takes you can put a line in the sand, you know, and you can start your journey to become that person on, on a day. Okay. However, the process of becoming that person is a process, a process primarily of learning and learning takes mistakes to grow and learn from. All right. So, um, reflect on this a little bit, because like I'm telling you, this is a core mindset issue that pretty much everyone has to deal with because we've been exposed to so many diets in our lives that we think real kind of weird about the weight loss very unnaturally, oddly, you don't think about this way with anything else really. And so, um, skill wise, you know, that you're going to do consistently. And so if you start looking at it as a skill and a practice of getting better at it, I think it opens the door for you to have a much easier time with it and to have a much more realistic, practical time with it. All right. So I hope this helps you out. Um, so if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I got a little, little bit of time here, not too much, but, oh, hey, Mishikam. I, I, I never get that name, right? Is, is it Mishikam? Is it Mishi? Always wondering, but how you doing? Yep. And hope you're having a good day here. Getting uh, getting back into the swing of things. I had a long weekend, an extra long weekend too. I kind of took Friday off. So it's kind of a four day weekend and it was wonderful. But here we are. Now it's Tuesday. Feels like Monday. It's beautiful out. Feels like summertime. <laughs> so I hope you're all having a nice, uh, if you're in America, I know you're not Michigan, but anyone in America here, yeah, it's kind of a kickoff to, to summertime, I would say, which brings its own challenges with it. You know, as again, like, like it's hard, hard for me to get focused today for sure. Hi, Jim, you sent reply back via email. I was looking for a less expensive program. I'm still here. Yeah, Storiana. Yeah, yeah, I got, I'm working on that today. It should be ready. I know I said last time a couple days, but then the holiday thing started. Um, yeah, that'll be, that'll be ready to go. I believe, I believe tomorrow, if not tomorrow, Thursday, I got a lot of calls coming up tomorrow, but um, I will do that. Um, any tips with dealing with urges to binge after a calorie deficit? Yeah, yeah. Um, then listen, you know, I just made a video on this and, um, you're right. You've identified it, right? The, the, when you start cutting your calories down, there is usually a, it, it, it ebbs and flows, right? And so it's like, you're usually fired up and you kind of cut the calories back and then your body, you know, but, but listen, when we change, I love this part, you know, because it's, um, this, it, when we think about weight loss, you know, and, and like eating better, we miss a lot of context, right? So there's a lot of factors going on, I guess is what I'm saying. Let, let me show you a point because there's a lot of things like when you want to lose weight, right? Um, again, you don't want to lose weight. You want to live at a lower weight, right? You want to get to your goal weight and live the rest of your life there on your autopilot. That's the goal. And so we want that long-term long -term or orientation. And so what we're looking to do is how do I change my behaviors? How do I regularly, normally consume less food? And so it's, it's automatic and natural because that's how you live at your lower weight. 
you know? So calorie deficit, I, I don't like that word, you know, because I think deficit makes you feel like you're running at less than normal. And so I think it's important that you reframe it as I'm lowering my average calories consumed. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just semantics. Do what you want with it. Um, but I think that if you look at it this way of kind of changing up your habits for the long term, you take a more strategic approach to it. So anyway, so when you cut food down um, from what you're normally used to eating, there's a couple things going into that. It's not just that the calories are lower. That's a part of it, okay? But another part of it is that behaviorally it's different. Let's just say, for example, that you used to eat two servings of dinner, right? And now you say, oh, I wanna lose weight. I'm gonna eat one serving of, I'm gonna cut the food down. So I'm gonna eat one serving. Well, going from two to one feels weird. Right, because because you, your mind just runs on autopilot and just does what it did. If you start paying attention to your eating patterns, you'll realize this. You eat at the same rate of speed. Um, you know what I mean? Like you eat, you have the same amount of portions. It's very very structured if you pay attention to it. Probably a lot more than you realize. And so when you go from your normal eating to eating in a way where you're going to lose weight, it's not just the calories being reduced that that's causing you to kind of crave more food and be, be more aware of what you're eating. It's the fact that it just feels weird. I'll give you an example of what I mean. Like right now, like, are you left or right thumbed? You don't know. But if you clasp your hands together like this here, right, and kind of hold them like that, which thumb's on top? Okay, that's your dominant thumb. All right. Now, you didn't know that, okay? And you don't give a shit, right? You don't care which thumb's on top. You've never given this a thought in your life, okay? But what I want you to do is I want you to switch it around, put the other thumb on top now. And tell me if that doesn't feel a little weird. You see? So again, well, what's this have to do with weight loss? You don't give a shit about which thumb's on top and you never even thought about this in your life. However, you clearly have a thumb that feels right and one that feels wrong. It's that wrong feeling that's kind of interesting though, right? If you kind of sit with that for a little bit, like, what is it? Because you don't, again, logically, you don't give a shit which thumb's on top. It doesn't matter to you at all. But one feels right and normal and one feels weird and not normal. And so this is just one more layer of when you go to change your behaviors and eat differently, you're changing a lot of subconscious programming in order to do that, okay? So it's not just that there's less calories and now I'm really hungry. Um, there's less calories, there's less volume of food, there's less eating behavior. You know, you're changing up the routines and the automated nature of how you behave. So there's a lot of factors going in. So, again, you didn't expect this answer when you asked that, that simple question. Um, so one of the things you want to do is just recognize that in a practical sense, the easiest way to reduce calories while still feeling satisfied, which allows you to deal with the binging stuff, is to look up um, calorie density. Look up volumetrics, you know, as a diet. I think that philosophy is a really important one because a lot of people don't understand it. They just think in terms of calories. And you need to think in terms of calories and volume. Volume of food has a huge impact on how satisfied you feel. A cookie that's 100 calories and is this big versus a salad that's this big and 100 calories, that salad's going to fill you up way more than the cookie is, you see? So the cookies aren't what are satisfied. They're not satiating you, the cookie, the, the, the calories. It's the volume as well. That's the primary thing. Um, and the calories matter too as well, but but the volume is a huge one. And so the easiest way to really lose weight and feel comfortable while doing it is to reduce the calorie density of the food you're eating. So I hope that makes sense. Um, do you cook with or without oil and other fats? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I seek to limit it. You know, I, I cook with olive oil um, a bit. You know, um, I don't really like cooking with butter. 
I don't really love cooking with olive oil. Um, so I, you know, I, I look for other alternative, you know, alternatives for that. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty on point with my calories and stuff, but if you're looking to lose weight again, you know, like I, I got my sunglasses right here. So I imagine, right. This is how you want to think about it. It's kind of like you put these on, right. And it's like, Oh, you can see the world in terms of calories. And what I'm looking to do a lot of times, and I've kind of done this, so I just do it automatically now, but you want to look at the world and see how many calories and what I'm eating, you know? And especially if you're talking about like restaurant food, butters just have a tons of calories and fat in them in a very small area, same with oils, you know? And so it's like things like that, you know, you can cut half the butter you use and you won't really notice it. <clears throat> and so there's always like, even cheese, you know, like I, I don't eat much cheese, but if I want to put like cheese on like a sandwich, I won't use a slice of cheese anymore. Um, I've got like a block of cheese and I'll just cut like some slivers of it. And it's probably literally like probably an eighth of the cheese. So I still get kind of the flavor of it enough to kind of like, I know it's there. Um, but I'm, I'm literally cutting out 80% of the calories. So I like looking at things that way in terms of calories. Like how much of it can I get out without even not, without even noticing it? You know, and then the big things, a lot of times where calories are coming, you're not even paying attention to it. Oils, butter, sauces, um, you know, these are big sources of, of big calories, you know. Um, so just be on the lookout for those. Um, any ideas for low calorie meals? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the secret low calorie meals is don't make it complicated. I mean, it, it's fruits. Well, not, you know, getting fruits for meal necessarily, but um, vegetables, grains, natural foods, whole foods. You know what I mean? Most whole foods are low calorie. You know, so you're pretty good there. And, um, you know, there's low calorie sauces that can make it taste nice and then you're nourishing your body. So that that's usually, I mean, obviously I, I eat a huge salad for lunch. That's a low calorie, you know, meal. And um, it's extremely satisfying, you know, really fills me up. So could you do a program for Europeans? Oh, interesting. I have plenty of Europeans in the program. I, I work with people all over the world and have. So um, it's the same principles, you know, same stuff. Um, Pretty much, you know, at least in, you know, I work a lot of people like Australia, England. Um, those are kind of the big ones. So, but it's all the same stuff, you know, and, and I don't know, like, like America's most of my clients, you know, but we all kind of got the same thing because the food processing industry is, you know, it's moving across the world. So everyone's got kind of the same eating issues. Uh, and we're all moving away from less natural eating to more processed food eating. You know, and so we all have to kind of bring ourselves back to more natural eating. And uh, that's that. It's funny. I'm reading this book. It's called Avocado Anxiety. And this one, it's really interesting because it's like you don't realize just how much of our eating is conditioned into us, you know, because we, we've gotten so far away from nature that we now, you know, like a lot of the foods we even consider, like we've got breakfast, lunch, dinner, and those are three categories of food, right? That's arbitrary. Um, which meal is the biggest, what we eat for each one, arbitrary. Um, which foods we consider to be, you know, shitty quality foods that are actually really good, like beans, you know? That was kind of interesting reading that, that, you know, there's a lot of marketing that goes into food, right? I mean, we live with that bullshit food pyramid for most of our lives growing up, right? And it's like, you know, the main motivation there wasn't your nourishment and health. It, it was economy. You know what I mean? Like what, what, what shit's around that we want to sell and it's cheap to make. It just is what it is. I, I'm not sitting here, you know, I'm not saying anything new. Um, but so much, you know what I mean? There, there's a lot of money to be made off of selling meat. Let's, let's be honest. There's a lot of money to be made off of selling processed food. And so a lot of times we, we don't really think of things clearly, you know? And so I can't tell you as a vegetarian, 
people, you know, the number of times I've been asked, well, how do you get protein? You know? Um, and so there's a lot of like programming about how to eat. That's so it's all bullshit. You know what I mean? It's so much of it's bullshit. Um, but anyways, yeah, whether you're in Europe or whether you're in America, wherever you are in the world at this point, you know, uh, most places you have to deal more and more with this stuff. You have to wake yourself up, you know, because these processed food companies, fast food companies, they'll put us in a trance, you know, where we don't really, we're not really clear on what we're putting into our bodies. And um, it's just like the cigarette companies, you know, back in the 60s and 70s, how people didn't really think of cigarettes as that unhealthy, you know, because they didn't have those studies coming out that they were linked to lung cancer. They sat on those studies. They could confuse people. They put different stuff out. So, oh, actually, cigarettes are good for you, you know. And um, they do the same thing with the food. They're, they're confusing us. They're constantly conditioning us to eat their bullshit food and minimize the damage it's doing to our body, you know. Meanwhile, in America, anyways, you're seeing 75% of the population is overweight or obese. Um, huge percentage of the population is type 2 diabetic, you know. And so there's real real health issues happening directly because of the foods we're eating, but we don't see it a lot that way because we're just so bombarded with the food marketing, you know, which is literally hypnosis. And so we don't see the food for what it is. You know, we don't see what it's doing to us. So it's, um, yeah, all of us, it's up to us. You know, we got to wake ourselves up and kind of realize what the hell, you know, what's around us for food. So anyways, all right, everyone, I got to get out of here. I got a call coming up. If you, um, if you're here and you haven't done it yet, go to the, my bio, click that link and get that hypnosis session, all right? Um, it's a great session. It, it's built to kind of get you fired up, you know, fired up for your weight loss journey, all right? So you should go get that. And then once you sign up for it, there's a training, three steps to master your weight. You might as well watch that too, you know, <laughs> if you'd like to lose weight. Um, it's a different approach and uh, you may find that it makes a lot more sense and it's a lot more effective than what you've been doing. All right. Sorry, everyone. Have a have a great day. Uh, you can see me on YouTube. I'm Jim Katsoulis. Um, Program Yourself Then podcast. Program Yourself Then TikTok. And uh, yeah, how to sign in for the program. You you can learn about it. So what what I do is uh, that like I said, you go click the bio my the link in my bio, um, get that hypnosis session, and then it brings you a training three steps to master your weight. Because don't buy it from Program Yourself Then, okay? Because if you watch that training, it's about a half hour. You'll kind of learn about the whole system. Then I talk about the program and um, and I offer you a huge discount for it so you can get started with it. So um, go that route if you're on here, okay? And uh, yeah, the rest of you, I'll talk to you all soon. Have a great day. Bye.